Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We're going to jump back into Acts chapter 15. We're going to start in verse 4. And reminder, Paul and Barnabas have been in Antioch of Syria, and a disagreement has erupted over whether the Gentiles, the non-Jews, should be circumcised or not. Meaning, can faith in Jesus save you alone, or is it faith in Jesus plus some physical marker like circumcision. And there's a huge disagreement. And so they were sent to Judea, sent to Jerusalem to talk to the apostles. They were going to seek out the truth. And the big reminder for us yesterday is that when we have questions, we should seek truth. And we can find truth in the scriptures where the apostles have written it down for us to read. And so they go on their way, encouraging believers along the way, and they get to Jerusalem. We're going to pick up the story in verse 4. It says, When they arrived in Jerusalem, Barnabas and Paul were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported everything God had done through them. Now that must have been a pretty amazing time for Paul and Barnabas to gather together with all the believers, including the apostles. This would be like a like a big, happy gathering of so many of the religious leaders. And then there would be so much to celebrate because we know the gospel, remember, is spreading to the east, to the south, to the west, and to the north. And so they're just reminding them of this one thing that happened to the north, but I'm sure there was more to be shared about what was happening throughout the rest of the known world. Verse 5, But then some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and insisted, The Gentile converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. Now, if you remember the, the Pharisees with Jesus, they struggled. They really struggled to let go of tradition and follow Jesus' commands to just follow him directly. So it's no wonder that they struggle with this too. Verse 6, So the apostles and elders met together to resolve the issue. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Brothers, you know all that God chose for me from among you some time ago to go and preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts, and he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So he basically is saying, look, you're making this distinction between the Gentiles and the Jews, and that God poured out the Holy Spirit on the Gentiles. Remember that whole scene that happened with Cornelius? He said he poured out this spirit on the Gentiles, and they were uncircumcised. So how are you going to then say that because they were not circumcised, they weren't saved, when God is the one who poured out the spirit on them? Do you understand his argument? He's going directly at them and saying, you're basically saying that God didn't save these people, even though he poured out his Holy Spirit. I was there as a witness. Verse 10. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? Now, when it says yoke, it means the thing that oxen put on to drag a plow. So envision this thing around their neck that held them, and they, the oxen would pull the plow. Now, envision that you made the plow massive, and the, it was just one ox, and he's trying to pull the, the plow. He's never going to be able to do it. The plow has to be small enough that the oxen can actually pull it. And so he's saying, why are you making the believers, the Gentiles, have so many things they have to do that they're never, ever going to come to faith? Just stick to the basics. It's all about faith. Verse 11, we believe that we are all saved the same way by the undeserved grace 
of the Lord Jesus. Now, I want to just big idea, big challenge today. Think about the idea that these guys, the apostles, the believers, the early church, many of whom would have seen Jesus firsthand or would have been around on the day of Pentecost, they struggled to answer some of these theological questions. They had to gather together to answer them. This was a big deal. And if they were struggling through it, Sometimes it's okay if we don't have all the answers and yet we're seeking them out. Reminder, we seek them out through scripture. We also seek them out through other believers who are full of the Holy Spirit. Ultimately, we wanna draw our theology to be as close to what Jesus says as possible. And so that's my big challenge for us today is don't give up on your search. Actually actively seek out what you believe and confirm it through scripture and through the wisdom of those with the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are a good God, and you love us, and you give us undeserved freedom. You give us undeserved grace through Jesus Christ. And I pray that you would move in our hearts so that we would not add things to that. God, once we are believers, there are so many things we need to obey you in, so many things we need to grow in you, to be sanctified, to be closer to you. There are so many of those things, but God, I just pray that you would help us to know that the moment of salvation happens through faith and through faith alone. God, we love you and we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.